for this class. And uh, my idea is that I'm going to post it as a podcast, audio only, for anyone who wanted to take the class home and do it there. So, you know, you guys are all able to be here, so this is probably better to be in the studio. But for anyone who's not here, could do this practice home. I even have the idea that maybe I'll take my own class and see if I like it. There's a good chance I don't want to hear my voice for that long. Okay. No, you can say things. I mean, I'm hoping that one person listens to this. That's my goal. So if one person listens, it will be worth the effort of pressing record. Okay. So come to your comfortable cross-legged seat, perhaps up on some padding. I also had a request for uh, some postures um, for distance runners. So I looked up a little of that online today or yesterday, and um, I'll let you know when those poses come up. So close your eyes, place your palms on your thighs, and then slide your palms up your thighs until your elbows are situated beneath your shoulders. Take a deep breath in through your nostrils and exhale audibly through your mouth. Arrive here in the room, on your mat, and in your body for the next 90 minutes of practice. Consider that the practice is a 90-minute dialogue between your mind and body, so you're not just streaming these commands throughout your body, but you're also listening for your body's response in the postures. So if your body is responding with pain, then at that point, you readjust, you reapproach the pose, work within your own boundaries so that you may be able to expand them over time. Relax your feet, your ankles, your lower legs, knees, thighs. Settle into your sits bones, left and right evenly. You may like to imagine roots growing from your body, reaching into the floor and driving into the earth below this building. Establishing a connection between your body and the earth. and using that connection with the earth to draw energy up into your body, up out of your seat, growing tall through your spine, lifting up out of your waistline. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears to lengthen the sides of your body from waistline to armpits. And then keeping your armpits lifted, loop your shoulder blades onto your upper back causing your shoulder blades to draw in towards one another behind your heart. As your heart lifts, as your collarbones broaden, now begin to melt your forearms and elbows towards the floor. Shoulder blades now sliding down your back. Notice the orientation of your chin. And likely you'll need to draw it down to bring your chin parallel to the floor. And then ease the sides of your neck back until you feel your head in alignment over your heart, your heart in alignment over the center of your pelvis. Broad chest, long spine. Bring your attention briefly to your front lower ribs. Create a tone 
at your upper abdomen by drawing your left and right front lower ribs into a central point and then drawing that point subtly towards your spine. These actions in tandem will cause your lower back to lengthen your tailbone to plug into the surface beneath you. This shape is called Sukhasana or easy pose. We take this shape in order to ground, also in order to create a platform for the breath. So begin to breathe deeply in and out through your nostrils. As you inhale, consciously fill your lungs from bottom, middle to top, drawing in any additional air at the top of your breath, beginning already to expand the boundaries of your lungs. And then as you exhale, consciously empty your lungs from top, middle to bottom, allowing an extra moment at the bottom of your breath for your lungs to release any more air. Watch each and every breath this same way, slowly, again, expanding the capacity of your lungs for fullness as well as their capacity for emptiness. As you now have established a slow, deep breathing pattern, begin the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. With this contraction, your breath will now have an aspirant sound like the sound of ocean waves. So tune into that sound to continually bring your attention, bring your mind back to the here and now. As you breathe, I invite you to consider that this is a time set aside, not only in the practice, but in your day to do only this, sit and breathe. Most of your day goes by breathing unconsciously. Allow yourself to fully immerse in the experience of breath. And this can be a challenge. The mind may wander, contemplating the day already gone by or the practice ahead. Always invite your mind back to the breath. And one thing you might do to keep your mind on the breath is to start to count the duration of your inhalations and the duration of your exhalations. Begin to work with different ratios. One uh, basic ratio used in yoga, in pranayama, is just to inhale for the count of one and exhale for the count of two. So you can inhale five, Exhale 10, inhale 10, exhale 20, whatever numbers work for you, but really starting to control the exhale.
Let's breathe together through one more round of Ujjayi Pranayama, wherever you're at with your breath, exhale completely. Inhale for the slow count of five, four, three, two, one. Fill and hold and we'll exhale for 10 with control 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Release. Bring your palms together in front of your heart as you resume your breath. As you press your palms lightly together, widen out through your elbows, broaden across your collarbones, and consciously lift into your heart and bring your sternum to meet your thumbs. We'll invoke the moving practice by chanting the mantra Om three times. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so, or just listen to the other voices in the room as we bring our individual voices together. Exhale and inhale for Om. to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, and then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, we're going to start by coming to a kneeling position, knees together, toes tucked under. So as you take a seat back on your heels, this may be immediately uncomfortable. If it's immediately excruciating, simply flatten out your feet whenever you need to. Okay, so this is one of those great for runners stretches. Uh, get your strap, bring about a foot and a half between your hands. Okay, and then uh, as you inhale, sweep the strap overhead. And then as you exhale, sweep the strap behind your back, all the while keeping your tailbone Tucked towards your heels, just like in easy pose, lower ribs drawing in and back, chest staying lifted. Continue to move with your breath and holding in any places along this journey where your shoulders feel especially tight or restricted. You can hold there for an additional breath. So hands can start to widen this apart as much as necessary. You may even try to work the strap behind your back eventually with straight elbows. And as I like to say here, if this is something that is particularly challenging or causes a lot of maybe unwanted sensation, uh, try to do this more often just with a belt or a towel at home. And for me, I've noticed that not every day uh, every time I do this, it feels different. So uh, there could be things going on that you're not aware of until you start to do a stretch like this. Okay, Inhale, take the strap overhead, 
and exhale, release the strap off to the side. Point your toes and then swing your legs out to, swing your feet out to the right to sit down on your left hip. Your right ankle will be placed in the arch of your left foot. Take your left hand behind your left hip, cross your right hand to your left thigh. Lift and broaden across your chest, and then as you exhale, begin to revolve from right to left. And think about moving from bottom to top. Move first from your belly and low back, and then revolve around the central line of your spine from ribs and middle back, chest and upper back, eventually wrapping your gaze over your left shoulder, all the while keeping your chin parallel to the floor, head over heart, heart over pelvis. So not pressing too much weight into your left fingertips. The arm is there just to keep your prop, your chest propped up. And then once you find the general shape, use your breath in the posture. So the longer you're in the pose, the deeper your exploration goes. So as you inhale, try to create space along your spine, between the vertebra, especially in your upper back. And then as you exhale, can you surrender, going deeper into that space? And with an inhale, return to center. Knees together, swing your feet to the outside of your left hip as you take a seat on your right hip. Second side, right hand behind the hips, left hand crosses to right thigh. Lift and open your chest and exhale, begin to twist from left to right. Again, from bottom to top. Walk your awareness up your spine, around your spine, like you're walking up a spiral staircase. Eventually gaze over the right shoulder and think about leading the gaze with your left eye. Chin stays parallel to the floor. Again, head over heart, heart over pelvis. Spine continuing to extend in two directions, down to the earth and up to the sky. Face is soft, jaw is relaxed. Again, utilize your breath to deepen the pose, deepen the experience. And inhale as you return to center. Okay, take a tabletop position. Spread your fingers and your palms and turn the space between your middle and index fingers straight ahead so your hands are turned out just slightly. Knees are hip width distance apart, slightly behind the hips. And with an inhale, belly and chest move towards the floor, tailbone engaged, lift skyward into cow pose. And then as you exhale, round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. Inhale back to cow and move with your breath. Inhale, cow, exhale, cat. Exploring the range of motion of your spine. And uh, most of you know, this is a sequence that I do in every single one of my classes. So you can always use this as a time to check in with exactly what you're feeling today. 
So every time you come to your mat, your body is going to be a slightly different landscape. How has the landscape changed? What is calling your attention? How can you move in such a way that honors your particular experience today? And can you start to expand into your boundaries, start to uh, get a little more range of motion in your spine with each breath. And then inhale, move back to a neutral spine. Turn your inner elbows so they begin to shine forward. Shoulders pull away from your ears and just like in easy pose, lower ribs draw in and back lengthening your tailbone towards the back of your mat. And now extend your legs straight, coming to a plank position like the top of a push-up. Once your legs are straight, try to make them strong by lifting your kneecaps towards the front of your hips. Extend back through your heels, extend forward through your heart. Okay, making one long line from shoulders, hips to heels. Try to maintain that line as you shift your shoulders forward. First push up, exhale, lower down till your shoulders are at the height of your elbows. Inhale, push up, possibly coming to your knees if you need to. Exhale, hips up and back, downward facing dog. So we'll revisit our push ups in a minute, but that was our first push up. Okay, from here, bend your left knee deeply and extend your right leg straight reaching your right heel towards the floor, taking a slow dog walk. Lift into your right kneecap and try to decrease the crease at the front of your right ankle. So lifting along the front of your right leg, releasing along the back of your leg and notice where your experience lies. Is it in the ankle? Is it in the calf, back of the knee? or in the hamstrings, wherever it is, be present and attempt to release some of the blockage, some of the tension you're finding. Now, second side, right knee bends, left leg straight. Lift along the front side of your leg. Try to eliminate the crease at the front of your ankle. Lift into your kneecap. Lift through the front side of your left hip as you release your heel down. And you might experiment with shifting weight to the outside of your foot and then to the inside of your foot, feeling a slightly different uh, concentration of sensation along the back of your left leg as you do this. And then bring your dog to stillness. Press your hands down and forward, lift your hips up and back, release the weight of your head, and sink your heels towards the floor. And now inhale once again to plank, exhale, lower all the way down to the floor, chin and chest on your mat. Arms by your sides. Relax your left leg completely so that your heel widens out to the left, your toes turn in slightly. Engage your right leg. Point through your toes. Extend this flesh along the front of your foot and ankle. And now, keeping your right leg long, begin to lift your foot, your knee, your thigh up off of the floor. Slowly lift your right leg as you continue to reach your toes towards the back of your mat. Use the strength of your lower back 
use your inner thigh to lift the right leg. So the top of the foot and the front of the knee continue to point straight down as your right leg lifts higher, higher, highest, and then release your right leg completely. Toes turn in, heel winds out. Point your left toes. Extend through your toes, lengthen along the front of your ankle and lift. First foot, then knee, then lower thigh, middle thigh, upper thigh, start to lift away from the floor slowly. Engaging the low back, engaging the inner thigh so that the top of the leg, the front of the leg points straight down as you lift your leg higher, higher, highest, and release the left leg completely. Relax both legs for a moment, and now point all 10 toenails towards the back of your mat. Feet are hip width distance apart, ground through the tops of your feet as you engage your legs so much that your kneecaps pull away from the floor. Lengthen your tailbone towards your heels and then scoop your tailbone towards your mat so that the front of your pelvis grounds strongly into the floor. Keep your legs and hips just as they are and now bring your wrists in line with your lower ribs. Palms and fingers are spread, elbows point towards the ceiling. Now actively draw your elbows in towards one another and pull your shoulders away from your ears. With an inhale, peel your chin and chest up off of the floor. Keep your collarbones broad. Engage your upper back to begin to peel your chest higher. Now start to press weight down through your hands, keeping your elbows hugging in towards your side ribs shoulders away from your ears, feet pressing down, toes reaching back, heart begins to explode towards the ceiling, gaze up, chin up, sides of the neck back, tops of the ears back, pull your heart forward, draw your shoulders back and down, and exhale as you release, turn your left cheek to the mat, Shoulders roll forward, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Feel held by the earth beneath you. Release into the support of the earth. Head is heavy, neck is soft, upper back is broad. Reconnect with your breathing. And I always like to instruct um, a counter pose or a restive pose between backbends, because backbends can require so much energy, a big burst of commitment. So here, how fast can you transition into release, into passivity? How present can you be with your breath? And again, cobra pose. Chin on the floor, wrists in line with your lower ribs. Point all 10 toes back, elbows towards the sky, shoulders away from your ears, kneecaps lift off of the earth. Inhale, chin and chest lift, pulling your shoulders towards the back of your mat, elbows drawing in towards one another, then begin to push weight down into your hands, keeping your elbows in close. Collarbones broad, shoulder blades in to the back of the heart and down the back of the chest as your sternum lifts higher and higher, sides of the neck back, tops of your ears back. Consider pulling the heels of your hands towards the back of your mat as you continue to draw your chest forward. And exhale, release. Right cheek to the floor. 
Shoulders roll forward, arms by your sides, big toes touch, heels wide apart, head, head is heavy, neck is soft. Return to your breath. Breathing always in and out through your nostrils throughout the practice. And here, bring your chin back to the floor. Tuck your toes under. Once again, line your wrists up with your ribs and push your hips all the way back to your heels for a brief extended child's pose with your toes tucked under. Press the heels of your hands down and forward to ground your hips even more deeply towards your heels. You can release your forehead to or towards the floor. Countering our back bends by getting a little round in the lower spine. And now once again, push your hips up and back for downward facing dog. Adjust the length of your dog as necessary. And just as we did as we walked the dog, lift into your kneecaps. Try to eliminate the crease at the front of your ankles as heels sink towards the floor. Hips lift up and back. Press the earth down and forward with your hands. Head is released, back of the neck long. And then from here, we'll continue with our push-up practice. Inhale, shift forward to plank. Exhale, lower down with an exhale. Inhale, push up, possibly coming to knees. Exhale, hips up and back for a moment of release. Inhale, forward. Exhale with control, lower down. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips up and back. Again, inhale, forward. Exhale with control. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips up and back. Inhale. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. If I'm not mistaken, one more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Last time, exhale, hips up and back. Downward facing dog from here. Three-legged dog. Inhale, right leg lifts straight up and back. Look to the front of your mat, and with an exhale, lunge your right foot forward to the top of your mat. Knee over ankle. If your foot doesn't come all the way forward, give it a hand. Grab your ankle, pull it forward, lift up onto your fingertips on either side of your front foot. Great pose for runners. Again, melt your hips down and forward till right thigh is parallel to the floor. And then lift through your left inner thigh. Straight and strong back leg, chin and chest forward, shoulders away from your ears. Feel your feet on the floor. So at once, feet are pulling towards one another to tone the legs and square the hips. And extend through your legs. Reach forward through your right knee, back through your left heel. Strong and expansive all at once. Shoulders away from your ears, heart forward. Gaze is soft, jaw is soft. And now press your hands down, downward facing dog. Second side, left leg lifts straight up and back. Press your hands down and forward, lift your heel back, look forward, exhale and lunge. Left foot to the top of your mat, knee over ankle, lift up onto your fingertips on either side of your front foot. Now hips 
release to gravity. Hips down and forward so left thigh is parallel to the floor and then counter that release by lifting through your right inner upper thigh. Back legs straight and strong, back heel points to the sky. Chin and chest forward, shoulders roll away from your ears. Scissor legs together as you expand from your pelvis, back through your right heel, forward through your left knee, forward through your heart. Soft face, relaxed jaw, notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling, be present with your experience. And press back once more, downward facing dog. A little more concentrated time here, press the hands down and forward. Release your heart forward, release your head forward as your hips reach up and back, kneecaps lift, heels release. Look to the top of your mat, step your right foot and then your left foot forward to come to a folded position at the top of your mat. Feet are hip width distance apart, outer edges of your feet parallel to the outside edges of your mat and now bend your knees as much as you need to or as little as you need to to rest your torso on your thighs and allow your head to hang forward. Again, good pose for runners, good pose for all of us. Take hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps. Allow your upper body to be heavy. Head is heavy, arms are heavy. Chest releasing towards the floor as the upper body is supported on the legs. You can shake your head slowly, gently, yes and no. You can sway your arms from side to side. Whatever movement is going to help you to let go completely here. Use your breath. Find space along the back body. Cascade energy down from your hips, down the length of your spine, out through the crown of your head, out through your elbows. I find that I can continuously search for and find more and more tension along the back of my shoulders and through my neck the longer I uh, hold this position. So continue your exploration as long as we're here. Shift weight to the base of your toes. So not into the toes themselves, but into what I call your toe knuckles, your heels are a little lighter here. Slowly, incrementally, maybe hips lift a little higher as head sinks deeper towards the floor. Now bring your fingertips to the floor in front of you and begin that long, slow journey towards straight legs. Outer hips lifting, kneecaps lifting. Inner upper thighs subtly pushing back and then pulling apart. And as you do that, make sure not to allow the knees to buckle or the he heels to pull apart. Actively extend the crown of your head towards the floor, pull your shoulders up out of your ears, and if necessary, start to bend your elbows out to either side of the room. Again, weight is shifted into the toe knuckles, heels light, hips high. Keep your legs and hips just as they are, weight distribution the same as you bring your palms to your shins, straighten your arms to extend your chin and chest forward. Exhale as you fold, fingertips to the floor, release your head. Two more times with the breath, inhale, extend, and exhale to fold. Last time, inhale, chin and chest forward, inner thighs back, 
and exhale, fold. Bring your hands to your hips, point your elbows to the sky, pull your shoulders out of your ears, and as you inhale, rise all the way up to standing, shifting weight to your heels as you come all the way up. Lift into your kneecaps, roll your shoulders back, release your arms at your sides, turn your palms forward. Reach your fingertips towards the floor to slide your shoulder blades down the back of your chest. Lower ribs draw in, tailbone extends down. Okay, interlace your fingers behind your back. Point your elbows towards the back wall and then draw them in towards one another to secure your shoulder blades on your upper back, engaging your upper back. With your knuckles at your sacral spine, Notice that your tailbone isn't pointing back, but scooping down and forward. So lower spine is long as your chest is lifted. Weight in the heels, and as you inhale, inflate and lift your chest, lift into your armpits. As you exhale, slowly begin to reach your knuckles towards the floor, straightening your elbows, taking your gaze up, and eventually allowing your head to curl back. Inhale to lift the chest, Exhale to curl back, weight in the heels, beautiful. Inhale, lift Shaney, really nice. Exhale, curl back, good. And then release your hands, draw shoulders forward, head comes up last. Good, I'll do a brief demo. Uh, we're gonna do that one more time with a little modification. Okay, so one thing to think about is that the back bend is starting not here, but here. So start the back bend at the floor. So you're pushing your heels down, lifting your kneecaps up, lifting out of your waistline into your chest. So I'm gonna do with my hands on my low back this time. Inhale, lift into my armpits, inflate my chest, exhale, curl back. So when you can't go back any further, you may, if you'd like, release your head back to bring a little more depth to the pose. But instead of hips coming back, so see here, if, I, if, I, if my hips are going back, my tailbone is not lengthening down, then I'm really starting the back bend here and not bringing all of that length, all of that lift from the ground to get the full extension of my spine going back. Okay, so think about that as we go into the next one. Okay, again, feet hip width distance. Again, spike the heels down. Hands on your low back, thumbs pointing your tailbone towards the floor. Elbows point back, chest lifts up. Inhale, inflate your chest, lift into your armpits. Exhale, head begins to go back, look up. Keep the neck long to begin, continue to breathe. Inhale, inflate, exhale, slowly go back. Good, tailbone extending down, spike the heels, lift the chest, roll your shoulders back. Catherine, beautiful. Good, Shane, beautiful. Uh, Nicole, awesome. Good, Yvonne, inhale, slowly come up, arms forward, head up last. Man, that is looking really good, everyone. Okay, let's inhale, just slow the arms overhead, 
and gracefully exhale, fold forward, bending your knees as you come down, fingertips to the floor in front of you, head released, and just as a counter pose, bend your knees one at a time, lifting your hips into the air as you allow the upper body to hang forward once again, releasing any compression from the lower spine. And then back to stillness. Inhale, sweep the arms out, up, and overhead. And exhale, arms down by your sides. Okay, let's turn to face the green wall today for a couple of standing poses. We're going to move through first triangle. Uh, comment another, another great pose for you runners out there. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... Uh, triangle pose first. If you'd like, you can set up with blocks on either end of your mat, towards the back of your mat. And then step to the center of your mat. I'll just say, this is my wall, the, the wall that you're facing, and the wall behind you is the wall behind you. Okay, feet together at the center of your mat, hands together in front of your heart, and as you exhale, hop or step your feet wide apart. Take your arms to the height of your shoulders, expand across your collarbones, reach out through your fingertips. Shane, you take a little bit wider stance, good. And Kristen, you could also go a little wider with the feet. Good, okay, turn your right toes out 90 degrees. Take a moment to move your block to the outside of your right shin. So many, uh, many teachers teach triangle pose by reaching out to the right before coming down. We're just going to come straight down with an exhale, right hand to the block or eventually to the floor at the outside of your right shin. Immediately attempt to stack your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder. If it will not stack, then bring your height, your block to a higher height. Good, good. Okay, wrap your right outer ribs towards my wall, your left outer ribs towards the wall at your back. Be expansive across the front of your chest. Wrap the flesh of your left outer hip towards the wall behind you to become expansive across the front of your pelvis. Ground through the base of your right big toe. Lift into your right kneecap. Good, Nicole. Draw your right hip away from your right armpit as you extend your right armpit towards the wall that your head is facing. Fantastic. Good. If it strains your neck to look up, I suggest don't look up. So if it's bringing you out of the rest of your body to look up, maybe look forward or look down. You can work on the neck some other day in this pose if you'd like. Okay, tuck your tailbone towards my wall as you continue to wrap your left hip towards the wall behind you. Soften the edges of your mouth. Ground through your left foot, pull up through your left arm and return to center. Beautiful, turn your right toes forward, turn your left toes out and bring the block now to the outside of your left shin. Hands back to your hips, square your chest towards my wall. Lift into both kneecaps, activating your legs. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Broaden across your collarbones. Reach through your fingertips. With an exhale, left hand straight down to your block. Let's try a little uh, more heights. Okay. 
Keep widening your left knee into your left arm, expanding through your inner thigh. Beautiful. Inhale, draw back to center. Turn your left toes forward, hands together in front of your heart. Turn up the outside edges of your mouth. We are done with standing. Exhale, hop a step, your feet back together. Very nice. Okay, you can come to seated, facing the center of the room. And do a little abdominal work. Wrap your hands behind your thighs. Cup the back of your thighs with your hands. Roll your shoulders back. Broaden your collarbones. Lift into your heart. And as your heart lifts, upper back kind of does a little bit of a back bend. Lower spine rounds. So engage your abdomen. Pull your belly button in towards your spine. And tuck your tailbone towards your heels. Lift your shins, now parallel to the floor. Press your thighs into your hands to activate your legs. So the core engagement here starts at the legs, moves up into the abdomen. Shoulders back, chest lifted. Now peel your hands out from underneath your thighs. Turn your palms to face the sky. Either choose to stay here or straighten your legs. Squeeze your legs together, lift your heart up, tuck your tailbone towards the top of your mat, soften your face. If you know breath of fire, the uh, bellows breath, you can enact that by pulling your belly button in for a sharp exhale and letting the inhale happen automatically. Four, five, four, three, two, and one. Hands to the back of your thighs, feet release. Take your feet hip width distance apart. Look to the sky, reach to the sky. Lift through your heart, reach through your fingertips, and now begin to articulate your back body towards the floor, tucking your tailbone towards your heels, pulling your belly button in towards your spine, lower back, middle back. Try to lower down all the way with control until your head and shoulders are on the floor. Now extend your legs straight, keeping your fingertips pointing towards the ceiling. Squeeze your legs together, reach through your heels, lengthen your tailbone towards your heels. With an exhale, peel head and shoulders away from the floor point, fingertips towards your toes, belly button towards your spine, inhale back, head on the floor. Exhale, peel up, inhale back. Exhale, peel up, continue to breathe as you lift your heels about one foot off of the floor. Squeeze your legs together, roll your shoulders away from your ears. Maybe bellows breath for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and release. Heels to the floor, shoulders roll back. Take a moment here, lying on your back. Reconnect with your breathing. Slow, deep breath in. Complete breath out. Maybe bring your right palm to your belly, left palm to your chest, and direct breath through your body. First filling your belly as you inhale, then your chest. First emptying your chest, then your belly as you exhale.
Now bend your knees, roll to one side, and press your way up to seated. Okay, demo, demo time. So um, your mats are all close to the wall already, but you'll slide your mat all the way to the wall. And then, um, I've, I'm gonna borrow one of blocks for now. Um, you'll take your two blocks, and as you will notice, your blocks have three settings. So they can be uh, flat against the floor at their lowest setting. Uh, this would be the mid setting, and this would be the tall setting. So I'm gonna demonstrate at the medium setting. Uh, this is a supported bridge post, supported back bend here. I'm gonna take one block against the wall, and the spacing from the wall is a little challenging here. You'll just have to um, experiment with it a couple times to get the exact distance. So I'm going to push my feet down, lift my hips up, take my second block at the same setting as the block at the wall, and place it underneath my pelvis. So I don't want it at my low back, so my hips sink down. I want it below my pelvis so my lower spine lengthens here, tailbone extending towards the wall. And now I'm too close, so I scoot my block back a little until I can extend my legs straight, soles of my feet at the wall, heels on the block, and hips on the second block. From here, I'm just gonna tuck my shoulders subtly underneath my chest, allowing my uh, chest to curl towards my Chin, chin tucks towards my chest. So you're kind of looking at your own heart here. And then subtly press my feet into the wall, tuck my tailbone towards my heels and allow my inner thighs to release towards the floor. So you don't want your knees turning out here. Okay, so we're just gonna hold this shape for a while. Again, I would consider this a great pose for runners and this is a great pose to prep us for, uh, prep at least the lower half of the body for um, our back bends. And a little bit of the, it's a little chest opener as well, but really focusing on the uh, psoas and the abdomen here. That's a fine wall to use. Yeah, um, the mirror won't make any difference because your feet will basically stay below the mirror. So um, scoot yourself towards the wall. Again, you'll have to do some adjusting. Decide what height you want your blocks at and then place one block against the wall. And then feet on the floor, lift your hips up so you can slide that second block underneath your pelvis. And then experiment with uh, your distance from the wall. Can you extend your legs straight, feet coming flat against the wall with your block on your hip on the second block? or do you need to come closer or further from the wall? Take your time to adjust because uh, you really want the support of your feet on the wall, your heels fully on the block. Good, Don, you got it, everyone. You look, look, like, look like everybody got it. Um, Can you come a little closer if you want to? Just two inches to the wall, good. Tuck your shoulders underneath your chest. Allow your heart to roll towards your chin, chin tucking slightly towards your chest. Extend through the soles of your feet, putting a little bit of pressure on the wall. Lengthen through your tailbone. Good. 
Think about wrapping your inner thighs towards the floor. Turn your gaze inward and be present with your experience. first uh, started seriously doing some yoga, this was uh, one thing that really uh, drew me in was this idea that we are using our bodies, using these shapes to come more deeply into our bodies rather than as a way to punish ourselves, punish our bodies, or to escape our bodies. Really using this experience to appreciate all all of what our bodies are all of what they can do and can you use that idea here of that um, if you are feeling something now through this experience of feeling you are now able to start to surrender start to let some of that um, some of your boundaries go. Let your boundaries expand through this experience. Bring your feet to the floor. Press your feet down. Lift your hips up to remove the block from underneath your hips. Just remain here. And we're going to use that uh, opening that uh, we got from more of a yin posture and apply that to our bridge pose. So pull your heels in towards your hips. If you'd like, you can use one of your blocks to... Uh, Bring between your thighs to make sure that your knees don't widen apart in bridge pose. So you're going to bring the block at its lowest setting between your thighs. Pull your heels towards your hips. Arms by your sides. Press your feet down to lift your hips up a little bit. Just enough so you can tuck your shoulders behind your chest and interlace your fingers behind your low back. Good. Now begin to press down through your inner feet even more. Lift your hips higher. If you have the block, gently squeeze your block. Lengthen through your tailbone. Roll your heart towards your chin. Tuck your chin towards your chest. Good. Beautiful. Breathe here. Ground through your inner feet. Lift through your outer hips. Think about not only squeezing your block, but allowing your block to move down towards the floor. And then 
Untuck your shoulders. Release your chest, your hips back to the floor. You can remove your block. And I've been giving this spiel a lot lately, but uh, instead of pulling your knees all the way into your chest, as you maybe want to do, uh, you can wrap your palms around your knees, wrap your fingers around your knees, and then just press your knees against your hands. And notice how that gives you a little bit of uh, relief to your low back. Rather than curling your low back, you're getting uh, your low back back to lengthen and flatten uh, on the floor a little bit. So that's your counter pose before we launch into our wheel practice. So now roll to one side, and I know many of you have seen this a lot lately. Oh, I'm sorry, it's clear. Oh, you have okay. Um, so I'm going to demo as I've been doing with blocks at the wall. Uh, so we have a little lip here in the studio that is helpful, uh, the baseboard. So I'm just going to prop my blocks against the baseboard. You don't really need a baseboard if uh, there is a podcast listener at some point. Um, so... Blocks propped at a slight angle against the wall. I'm going to bring my head between the blocks. Just like bridge pose, I'm going to pull my heels in towards my hips. And you can imagine a third block between your thighs, keeping your knees hip-width distance apart. So at no point in your wheel practice do you want your knees to widen apart, widen beyond hip-width distance. I'm going to bring my hands onto my blocks, fingertips pointing towards my shoulders, elbows towards the ceiling. So the intermediary stage here to get deep into the upper back, I'm gonna press my feet down and lift to the top of my head. Engage my arms by pulling my elbows towards my armpits and my shoulders away from my ears. At this point, go deeper into the upper back by rolling towards the bridge of my nose and I'm gonna even walk my feet closer to the wall. From here, big push into the feet, big push into the hands to come all the way up. Once I come up, my gaze is between the blocks at the floor. Here, you can see my shoulders are really shrugging towards my ears. So I'm going to pull my shoulders away from my ears, reach down through my chin, wheel my heart towards the wall, sternum towards the wall. Inner thighs moving down, tailbone lengthening away from my upper back. Okay, so that's uh, one thing to practice. Eventually, once you get straight arms with the blocks, you can walk, work the same way onto the head, shoulders away from the ears, come up with straight arms, hands on the floor, chest again towards the wall. So let's do three of these. Uh, the, third, the third one may today be an alternative option, working towards drawbacks if that's a goal of yours in the practice. So I'm going to start with my feet hip width distance, just as we did earlier in practice. I'm going to bring my thumbs to my sacral spine, shoulders roll back, chest lifts up. Just as we did before, heart, heart and chest lift as I breathe. Exhale, go back, walk my hands down my back, down, 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 eventually reaching my fingertips to the wall. Weight in the heels, chest lifted, and then maybe start to bend the knees. Hands come all the way to the floor, back through wheel pose. So you're walking your hands down the wall. Okay, so let's start with basic upward facing bow pose. Blocks at the wall. 
If you're using blocks, head between the blocks, hands on the blocks, elbows towards the ceiling. Heels in towards your hips. And press to the top of your head, lift your hips. Make sure your elbows are no wider than shoulder width distance apart. Good, roll towards the bridge of your nose, possibly walk your feet in closer, and then everyone together, strength, press your feet, press your hands, lift up. Really nice, good. Inner thighs move down, heart towards the wall, shoulders away from your ears, good. Really nice. Ground through your outer feet, lift through your outer hips, and tuck your chin to your chest to come down. Good, take a rest. Maybe wrap your hands around your knees, lengthening your lower spine. So uh, we're gonna do um, a nice long savasana today, maybe even a little breath work, and we're also going to have time for um, some uh, seated poses. So this is the last big push. This is the last big effort uh, that we'll have in class. So gather, gather your energy, gather your strength. Again, hands on the blocks, fingertips towards your shoulders, elbows towards the ceiling. The best way to get better in this pose is to keep practicing. Heels towards your hips, Come to the top of your head, lift your hips, roll towards the bridge of your nose, walk your feet in, and everyone together, push. Good, Kristen, really good. Push hard, feet down, hips up, chest towards the wall. Gaze between your hands, Yvonne, excellent. Elbows in, push. Good. And as you're ready, come down. Come onto your back. You guys did a fantastic job with the bath benching today, and now we are done with it. Okay, flex your right foot, cross your right ankle over your left thigh. 
a little figure four, draw your left thigh in towards your chest, interlace your fingers behind your left thigh, or if it feels okay for your lower back and your right hip, you can interlace your fingers in front of your left shin. Keep your right ankle straight, maybe bring your right elbow to your right thigh as you draw your left thigh in closer, targeting the right hip, similarly, uh, similarly to pigeon pose, but without all of the force of gravity. Turn your gaze once again inward and uh, recognize that not every pose has to be the most difficult or challenging pose. So kind of winding down the energy with this practice, with this posture. Maybe what you're feeling is a little more subtle than previous poses. Can you delve into that subtlety? As long as we're in the pose, continue to use your breath to deepen your experience. your left foot, right foot back to the floor, second side. Flex your left foot, cross your left ankle to the outside, to over your uh, right knee. Keep your foot flexed, ankle straight as you draw your right thigh in closer, interlacing your fingers first behind your thigh. If you'd like to go deeper, interlace your fingers in front of your shin. Use your left elbow against your thigh as you draw your right thigh in closer again targeting the left hip, lengthening and uh, curling the low back slightly. And a reminder I keep giving myself here is uh, to keep length along the back of the neck. I tend to uh, jut my chin away from my chest, so if you are like me, make sure your chin is perpendicular to the floor, keeping the back of your neck long. And find your breath. Continually bring your mind back to the present, back to the posture, back to this experience of your body. to one side, press your way up to seated. Bring a blanket, if necessary, underneath your hips. So as you extend your legs forward on the floor, you can lift out of your lower back. So you don't want your lower spine to be rounded. You don't want your, uh, you, you want to be able to lift up out of your waistline to create a long spine with your legs straight. Here we're going to come to uh, head to knee pose. So take hold of the back of your right leg, widen your right knee out to the right, and bring your foot either to your left inner thigh or traversing your uh, inner legs. 
For this, you might like to angle the blanket if you're seated on a blanket. Extend through your left leg, extend through your left heel, and then begin to shift your chest angled over your left leg. Keeping both sits bones grounded, now begin to walk yourself forward, possibly grabbing hold of the outside of your calf, your ankle, or your foot with your right hand. Wrap your right ribs towards your left inner leg. Using your left hand on the floor to kind of help in that shift of your upper body from right to left. Keep your right hip tapped back down towards the earth. Chin and chest extend forward. And then you might release your head down towards your leg. So we're, instead of rounding the spine, rounding the upper back here, try to bring some length of your heart towards your foot. So there's many different ways, many different expressions that you'll encounter in um, this pose, head to knee pose, or Janu Shirsasana in the Sanskrit. Find your expression. If you'd like, you might take your right hand to the inside of your leg or foot, the left hand to the outside of your leg or foot, and then drop both elbows towards the floor as you continue to shift your right ribs towards your left inner leg. Continue to extend your heart towards the top of your foot as you pull your toes back towards your chest. And reconnect with your breath here. continuously towards your right inner thigh, maybe wrapping your belly button towards your right waistline. And again, if you'd like, if you can keep the chest angled over the right leg, you can take the left hand to the inside of the foot, right hand to the outside of the foot, angle your elbows towards the floor, pull your shoulders away from your ears, 
Continue to extend heart forward, continue to wrap left hip towards the floor. And again, be with your breath, be with your body. Reach out through your heels, ground through your right inner thigh, pull your toenails back towards your face. your right leg. Inhale, lift your gaze and chest up. Curl in your upper back. And then walk your hands back to your hips. Extend both legs forward once more. Reach through your heels, pull back through your toes. And I always do this uh, from my teacher training days. Uh, take the flesh of your thighs with both hands, one leg at a time. Press your inner thigh down towards the floor and grab the flesh of your outer hip and widen it to one side. So inner thigh down, outer hip widens out. That'll give you more contact with the uh, prop beneath you. Lift into your chest, roll your shoulders back, lift up out of your waistline as you begin to drape the length of your torso forward. Again, great stretch for uh, everyone and runners especially, or not even especially, everyone equally. <laughs> Reach your chin and chest forward. You can grab hold of the outside of your legs, your ankles, your feet. Chin and chest forward and then head eventually releases down. Sitting up on enough padding so that you are reaching out of your waistline, not rounding through your low back. So lower back is kind of flattening here against as your uh, as your belly reaches towards your thighs. Reach through your heels, pull your toes back towards your face. Sometimes a variation of this practice or of this posture, Pashubhajnasa is even done with uh, legs engaged so much that the heels are lifted up off of the floor. You can experiment with that if you'd like. And once you fold forward, draw your shoulders once again away from your ears to the back of your neck. stays long. Again, gaze inward. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Be present with your experience. Identify where you're feeling tension, where are those boundary lines, and can you begin to expand against those boundaries with time and with breath and with attention. Yeah. 
back towards your hips. Bend your knees and come to a comfortable cross-legged seat. Just as we began practice, and if you're like me, I always cross my legs the same way, so I have to remind myself to bring the opposite ankle on top every once in a while, so you might do that now. And once again, close your eyes, place your palms on your thighs, roll your shoulders back, lift your heart up, create that posture which is optimal for your breath practice. Return to your breath, breathing in and out through your nostrils and engaging ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a contraction at the back of your throat. And again, begin to work, we'll begin together to work with that ratio of breathing. Let's uh, start with, let's do four to eight. So one to two uh, with the counts four to eight. And we'll do three of these together and then from there you can do a couple more with the uh, numbers of your choice. Okay, wherever you're at with your breathing, exhale and we'll inhale for the slow count of four. Three, two, one, and exhale, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale, four, three, two, one. Exhale, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Last one together, four, three, two, one. Fill and with control, eight, Seven, six, Extend out through your legs, place your heels about two and a half feet away from one another, and then allow your feet to 
widen out to either side of the room. Arms extended at a gentle angle along your sides, palms turned to face the sky, shoulders gently tucked underneath your chest. Lengthen along the back of your neck, chin coming perpendicular to the floor before releasing the weight of your head. Now we'll continue to scan the body, systematically releasing tension, beginning with the toes, softening your toes, your toenails, relaxing the soles of your feet, right and left, bones of your feet, right and left. Relax your heels, your ankles, up along your, your calves and shins, Settle your kneecaps, your knee joints. Allow your thighs to deflate, relax. Feel the weight of your pelvis anchor, your hips to the earth. yourself on a sandy beach and you are literally settling into the surface beneath you. Relax your inner organs. Allow them to settle towards the earth. tension in and around your ribcage. Imagine with that effort of letting go, your lungs are allowed to expand even more, chest open. Relax your fingertips. Down your fingers to your palms. Allow any Tension from your hands to drain to your palms and out the back of your hands, back to the earth. Relax your wrists, your forearms, your elbows, your upper arms. Shoulder blades like two large flat stones settling into that malleable surface beneath you. Heart is open and light. Lightness radiates from the center of your chest, dissolving tension along the back of your neck. Face is serene without expression. Forehead is broad, eyebrows widen away from one another. Cheeks are slack, eyelids are heavy, fine lines around your eyes dissolve. Relax your jaw, 
soften the folds of your ears. Observe your body in this state of stillness, this state of rest. Observe all of the vital functions continuing. The subtle intake and release of your breath subtle beat of your heart. Different sensations firing across your body, signaling your mind. Can you be present with all of that without intervention, with a layer of detachment, a level of detachment? Move it back to your fingers and toes. You can begin to make circles with your wrists and ankles in one direction and then in the other. You may like to take a deep breath in through your nostrils and audibly exhale through your mouth before bending your knees 
extending your right arm along your right ear and rolling onto your right side, melting your chest towards the floor and utilizing this time in transition to recognize all of your efforts today. All, always the challenge of getting to class and getting to class on time. And then the continued challenge of staying present, keeping your mind in communication with your body for the 90 minute practice. So recognize and appreciate your efforts and try to surround your practice, your mat with an attitude of gratitude to help you return again and again. Keeping your eyes closed, slowly press your way back up to a comfortable seated position, taking an additional moment to ground through your legs and hips, grow tall through your spine as you bring your palms together in front of your hearts. We'll close practice with the single sound of Aum. Find your breath, exhale and inhale. focus and hard work. The light in me honors the light in each of you. Namaste. Thank you guys. Uh, let me know if you have any questions about uh,